my spirit magnify the Lord. My soul praise his name. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, he is Lord. Even in the grave, he is Lord. My spirit magnify the Lord. My soul praise his name. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, you are Lord. Even in the grave, you are Lord. Even in the grave, Jesus, you are Lord. Even in the grave, you are Lord. Oh, even in the grave, sing it. You are Lord Jesus, even in the grave. You are Lord, oh, even in the grave, my God. You are Lord, even in the grave. You are Lord. Amen. Thank God I am here again as promised in my Good Friday message. Today is Easter Sunday, and I once again, and I once again with joy in my heart and the privilege that I have, come into your homes to share a message I have titled, The Benefits of His Death and Resurrection. The Benefit of His Death and Resurrection. One more time, The Benefit of His Death and resurrection but before i deliver this message i want us to take in some spiritual tablets and therefore i want you to lift up your two hands with me and say after me heavenly father in the name of jesus i render to you my sincere thanks this morning i am so grateful for seeing this day by your grace lord jesus I thank you. You died for my sins. You have redeemed my life. I am among the redeemed of the Lord. There is now no condemnation for me. I am a carrier of the Spirit of God. I am a carrier of His power. Now, I declare with my mouth that by your stripes, I was healed. Therefore, I am healed. I am healed from every disease. I am healed from every sickness. There is no sickness and there is no disease that holds my life down. Because by your stripes, I was healed. I declare and command every sickness and every disease that perhaps have found a place in my body. To live now, I evoke the blood, 
I invoke the precious blood, the precious blood that was shed on Calvary against every tumor in my life, against any growth in my life. In the name of Jesus, now, by the blood of Jesus, I command every virus, every bacteria, every parasite, any other form of ailment in my body to die in Jesus' mighty name. And now I have I flush them out. I flush them out from my body in the name of Jesus. I have a complete red blood source. I have complete white blood source. My blood is complete. My my, my white blood is also complete. My body is complete. Every part of me is complete. My liver is complete. My kidneys are complete. My stomach is complete. My intestines are complete. My, 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 my brain is complete. My eyes are complete. My ears are complete. My mouth is complete. My nose is complete. Every part of my body is complete. My bones are complete. My nerves are complete. My veins are complete. Every part of me, my muscles are complete. My loins is complete. I am stronger. I am stronger. I am stronger. I am complete in him. In the name of Jesus, my soul has escaped. My soul has escaped from the snare of the father. The snare is broken. The snare is broken. I am free from poverty. I am free from poverty. I am free from sickness. I am free from sickness. I am free from death. I am free from death. I am free from death. I am free from death in the name of Jesus. Long life. Long life. Long life is my portion. Long life is my portion. I will not die premature. Long life is my portion. Thank you, Lord, that it is done. It is established in Jesus' precious name. Now, precious one, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, the Lord, my God, today is a good day. It is the day that you have made, a day that, Lord, my God, we will never forget. Lord, we are in your presence. We are in your presence, Lord, my God, this morning to hear your word. Your word is life and your word is spirit. I pray that as I preach this morning this word, anyone who, Lord, my God, comes again under the hear of my voice, let this word bless that person. Let this word bring comfort. Let this word bring peace. Let this word release even love into the person's life to the glory and honor of your name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Beloved, quickly, let's open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And uh, I want us to read from verse 12 to 20. Remember the title of the message is The Benefit. The Benefits of His Death and Resurrection. Today the whole world is celebrating Easter, the Resurrection Day. But because of the COVID-19, we are all celebrating it in our rooms, and our homes. And I know that with all this, God knows why, and we shall be blessed. Beloved, rejoice in your homes. As you hear my voice this morning, we are together. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 12. To 20 and I read the Bible says if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead 
how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there's no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless. And so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he, if, let me take that portion again, but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised. Verse 16. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. Verse 17. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Verse 20. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. Amen. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. The first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Why does Paul say believers should be pitied if there were only earthly value for Christianity? If there is no resurrection. In Paul's days, Christianity often brought a person persecution. Those days, Christianity was just that people are being persecuted. There were few tangible benefits from being a Christian in those days. It was certainly not a step up in your social life or career ladder. Even more importantly, it is the fact that if Christ had not been resurrected from death, Christians could not be forgiven for their sins and will have no hope of eternal life. Yes, that is what it means. If Christ was not raised from the dead, if he did not resurrect, then we are still in our sins. But the good news is that, as the Bible declared in verse 20, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead. Beloved, our Lord Jesus Christ lives today. He died and he was raised. In verse 20, I want to highlight one more about now is Christ risen from the dead. Now, as I'm talking to you, Jesus is alive. He's not in the grave. Remember, he called Lazarus out of death. He had power over death. And he said to his disciples that he will be killed and on the third day he will rise again. And beloved, he rose again. He rose again. This happened as I indicated last Friday about the cross. 
Death laid its hands on Jesus. It put him in a tomb. And the stone was put at the mouth of the tomb and sealed by the seal of the Roman government. When you read Matthew chapter 27, verse 62 to 66, it is very clear there. And I want us to read that scripture. Matthew chapter number 27. Matthew 27. Oh glory. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, he is Lord. Even in the grave, he is Lord. Sing it, even in the grave. Jesus, you are Lord. Even in the grave, you are Lord. Matthew chapter 27, from verse 62 to 66. I read. Now the text, now the next day that followed the day of the preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that we remember that the Siva said, While he was yet alive, after three days I will rise again. I take that portion again. Verse 37, sir. We remember that that deceiver said, while he was yet alive, after three days, I will rise again. Command therefore that the sepulchre be made sure until the third day. Let his disciples come by night and steal him away and say unto the people, he is risen from the dead. So the last error shall be worse than the first. Verse 65, Pilate said unto them, Ye have a watch, go your way, make it as sure as ye can. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So they went and made the sepulchre sure, sealing the stone and setting a watch. <laughs> Jesus was placed in a tomb, and these ones went to seek permission from Pilate. And they were given permission. They went and sealed. They put the seal of the Roman government on the stone, on that big stone that was used to cover the mouth of, 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 of the tomb. And they sat on the stone. The soldiers sat on the stone. They made sure it was well sealed. Because Jesus has said that the third day he will rise. Oh, Masata Kabore and But on the third day, Jesus rose from the sleep of death. On the third day, Jesus rose from the sleep of death. Mm. The Bible says, on the third day, Jesus rose from death. Death could not hold him captive. Death could not hold him captive. And he is alive. Beloved, quickly go with me to Luke chapter 24, verse 1 to 7. 
Look. The gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 24. I'm enjoying this message. Jesus is alive today. Our Lord is alive today. Luke chapter number 24. Luke 24. I'm sure you are following me. And you are being blessed with this message. Luke chapter 24. Let's read from verse 1 to 7. The Bible said, Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and setting others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre, and they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. He is not here. Verse 6. He is not here. He is not in the tomb. The tomb is empty. He is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. Oh, Katasataka. Yes. Behold, today, the whole world is celebrating this great act of God, even though amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, the whole world is still celebrating. Beloved, I am in your home this morning celebrating the resurrection with you. Jesus died, and on the third day, he rose again. He is no longer in the tomb. The tomb is empty. Jesus cannot be found in the tomb. Others died and they are still in the tomb. Jesus died. He is alive today. He walked out of the tomb with the power of the almighty God. And that is the power we refer to as the resurrection power. This same spirit he has also given to us. Today, we rejoice because we know that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he died and he rose again. He died and he rose again. I want you to shout together with me, the tomb is empty. Shout it again, the tomb is empty. Again, the tomb is empty. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen. Jesus is alive. He's alive. He's alive, beloved. And if he is alive, then you shall live. If he is alive, you cannot die premature. If he is alive, nothing can hold you down. Oh, Master Takaboya. Now let's look at some few benefits of the death and the resurrection. Number one, Jesus was stripped of his clothing before he was nailed on the cross. So he became naked signifying poverty 
So Jesus became poor. So the benefit we get here is that he became poor so that we will become rich. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I want you to be part of the message. So I want you to open your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Open your Bible quickly. Chapter 8 and verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse number 9. Bible says, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Oh, what a joy. What a word. That Jesus, Jesus Christ, even though he was rich, but for our sake, for the sake of you and I, he became poor. That he through the poverty might be rich. Hallelujah. This morning, Easter Sunday, I want to tell you that you cannot be poor. You have been delivered from the spirit of poverty. The law, the law, the law, the law has no power over you again. You've been delivered, as I said on Friday, from the curse of the law. And one of the elements of the curse of the law is poverty. Jesus became poor. That we will be rich. And therefore, I am rich. Declare it. I am rich. I am rich. Even if you don't have food in your house this morning, declare with your mouth that I am rich. Jesus became poor. That I will be rich. Second benefit that I want you to know this morning is that his body was torn for us to be healed on the cross. Before he went on the cross, they beat him. They tormented him. So his body was torn so that you will be healed. When you read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, that is where we see this scripture. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 24. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. It says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that is on the cross, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. That is one of the important benefits of the death and the resurrection of Jesus, that we are healed our bodies are healed. So I permit not any sickness or disease to enter into your body this morning. I seal you with the blood of Jesus against coronavirus in the mighty name of Jesus. By his stripes were healed. It is a benefit from the resurrection. Number three, on the cross, he gave up his ghost. We remember that on the cross he gave up his ghost. What does it mean? What is the benefit? So that we cannot die. Jesus died so that we will not die. He died for us. He died for our sins. He took our sins upon himself. And therefore he died. He died so that we will not die. Beloved, don't anticipate to die earlier than the years that God has given you on this earth. 
don't subject yourself to any deception. You cannot die premature. You are, you are, you are the child of God. A property of God. You are the apple of his eyes. Anyone who touches you, touches him. Therefore, you cannot die premature. I declare and decree no member of Family Bible Believers Church or no believer who is hearing me this morning or anyone who accepts Christ this morning will die premature in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say amen to that. You read let me just go quickly to the third benefit once again he said on the cross he gave up his ghost so that we cannot die now look at first corinthians chapter 15 verse 55 first corinthians chapter 15 verse 55 bible says, oh death where is thy sting oh death where is thy sting what the question oh death oh war would to me whatever Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Oh, tomb, oh, grave, where is thy victory? Jesus has triumphantly overcome death. He has made the tomb look useless. Empty tomb, empty tomb. Empty tomb. Some people's God, some people leaders today are still in their grave. But Jesus is not there. Don't seek for Jesus in the tomb. Jesus is alive. If you 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 need Jesus, if you want to see Jesus, you can't find him in the grave. Stop mourning. He's alive. This morning, let your heart rejoice that the Lord that you have. The God that you are serving is not a dead God. The leader that you are following, your savior, he is not a dead being. He's a living being. He's a living being. He knows what you are going through. He feels for you. He's ready to help you. He's alive. In Revelation 1 verse 18, Bible said, I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Ha. I am he that liveth. And I was dead. They crucified me. And behold, I am alive forevermore. I rose up. I have resurrected. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Oh, Masata Kababa. For death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave, he is Lord. Even in the grave, he is Lord. Oh, when to me know what you are, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold. I am 
alive forevermore. He is alive. He is alive. Therefore, the benefit is that you cannot die. And he says, and have the keys of hell and of death. Remember, in the book of Matthew, he said, all power has been given to me. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And where is that power? He has released that power to you and I. That power he has given to us. Power to say no to death. Power to stop death. And so you have power to stop COVID-19 from coming to your dwelling place. You have power. And so declare it. And decree it. Seal your environment. You have power. The key Jesus has given back to us. He has ordained us. The out of the mouth of base have you ordained strength. For what? For the sake of your enemies. And death is an enemy. Sickness is an enemy. Disease is an enemy. Poverty is an enemy. Stand and declare with your mouth that which God has said concerning you. He says, and have the keys. And the keys are embedded in his word. As you daily declare the word of God upon your life, beloved, you will live and enjoy the benefits of God. Let me give you one more benefit and then we will be ending. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. That will be the last benefit I will, I will give today. And I know you are being blessed already. If you are being blessed, then say with me, Amen. Amen. And say, Lord Jesus, I love you so much. I love you. I love you. I affirm again that you are my Lord and my Savior. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. I read. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Let me take it again. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, so the benefit of his resurrection is that the same spirit, the same power that was released from heaven by God the Father into the tomb of Jesus that raised him. Bible said that same spirit dwells in you. That same spirit dwells in you as a believer, as a family Bible believers, church member. The same spirit, the same power, the power of the resurrection. And this morning I impart it into you. I stir it up in you in the name of Jesus. He says, if that same spirit, if that same power that raised Jesus dwells in you, if it dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. 
So no spirit is coming from any external force. It is already in you if you are a believer. The Holy Ghost in you. That's the same power that raised Jesus. This morning, that same power that is in you raise up any dead cell in you. May it quicken any cell that is dead, whether it be cancer cells. May the power of the Holy Ghost, the same spirit, quicken your mortal body now. Quicken your mortal body now. Quicken your mortal body now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That's a benefit. The same spirit, the power of the resurrection dwells in you. It is in you. It is in you. I see it. It is in you. It is working now. I can see it. I can feel it. I can see it from far. It is working in your home. I see it. In that child of yours who is down with, with some ailment. In the name of Jesus, I see the spirit of God come upon that person. Oh, beloved, as you lift up your two hands, I see the Holy Ghost stirring you up one more time, reviving you one more time. The spirit, the spirit of a resurrection, the power of the resurrection is moving around you. It is in you. It is stirring you up. It is raising you now in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Thank you for the power of the resurrection, which is at work in us now, which is working in us now, which is lifting us up now, which is bringing, oh Lord, my God, power into our systems now, which is delivering anointing in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word this morning. Thank you, God. The Lord, my God, we know that yes, you became poor, that we will be rich. That by your stripes, we were healed. When you gave up your ghost, it indicated that we cannot die. And now we know that the power of the resurrection also dwells in us. Oh, yes. We are carriers of power. The dunamis of God dwells in us. We are, we are more than a dynamite. Anyone who touches us and touches us with evil intentions shall die in the name of Jesus. We celebrate this Easter Sunday with that knowledge. And Lord, my God, as we move out from any part of our room this morning or to any part that we want to go under this lockdown, Lord, let your power be felt. Let your power be seen. I give you all the glory and I lift up every member of Family Bible Believers Church and as many that Lord has heard my voice into your hands, visit them. Visit each one. Visit. Strengthen everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. 
And I declare upon them that it is well with their spirit, it is well with their soul, it is well with their body. In Jesus' mighty name, and all shall say amen. If you listen to this message and you are not born again, you are not saved, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is an opportunity for you. And therefore, I want to lead you to accept Christ in a simple way. It doesn't take any shaking. It's very simple. For the Bible says, if you shall acknowledge the fact that you are a sinner and believe in your heart that Jesus is the only one who can save you, you'll be saved. So say with me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity. And I thank you for your word that has come. I believe in my heart and I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. So Lord Jesus, you came down to die for my sins. I receive you as my Lord and Savior this morning. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus and make me whole. Thank you for receiving me as a child of God. Amen. If you have done that, then Bible says that he's giving you power to become his child. So you are now a born again believer. And therefore continue to go close to God, pray. And as this coronavirus begins to die down, we know that the time is coming and it's soon. Find a Bible believing church. Go and you'll be fed with the word of God and you'll grow in the Lord. If you don't have anywhere to fellowship, then I want to invite you to Family Bible Believers Church. We are at Kutubabi Down, just adjacent the Presley Church. When you get there, you see a signboard. You are always welcome. Thank you for accepting my invitation. Beloved, I thank God for your life. Hopefully, next Sunday, I will come your way again. And I know that in the course of the week, this message will continue to bless your heart. Thank you for your audience. In Jesus' name, thank you for your attention. Amen. <laughs>